Podcasts are pretty common. So what makes the Uncommon Podcast uncommon? Well, it's all in our name. I'm your host, Noah Weiss, and we at Uncommon Sports Group understand the unique pressures and temptations that come with a career in the sport industry. We provide uncommon training that helps you successfully navigate common challenges. Hit the follow button on this podcast. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Check out our website and become uncommon. What's going on, USG fam? Welcome back to another episode of the Uncommon Podcast. I'm excited to welcome a good friend, fellow Butler Bulldog alum, and vice president of football operations for the Carolina Panthers, Jeff Brown, onto the podcast today. Jeff began his career in football with the Indianapolis Colts as a ball boy from 1999 to 2010 and continued his career with the Colts organization in a variety of roles, including football operations assistant, manager of operations, and Director of Operations until his recent transition to the Panthers. Jeff, I appreciate taking time to join us today. Thank you, Noah. It's, uh, it's an honor to be uh, uh, talking to you. And uh, yeah. you know, I, I, it's great seeing your face and, and being able to, uh, to uh, catch up here with you. Absolutely, brother. And, you know, Jeff, it's, it's no secret at all, especially on the web, that you were a skilled baseball player both in high school uh, and at Butler. And I'd love just to start the conversation today. What led you to pursue a career in sports after spending the majority of your life being on the other side as an athlete? Yeah, you know, I, I think just initially I, you know, I wanted to be uh, a coach. I wanted to be a baseball coach. That was kind of the passion. And I feel like as I started, as my career started to fade um, and it started to become clear that I wasn't going to reach the goal, the ultimate goal, of making it to the, to the major leagues, uh, you know, I just, I just found a passion and, and, uh, and teaching others and that reward of watching them develop and grow. Uh, and really that's where it started. I think that's where the, 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 uh, you know, job in sports started with, with wanting to coach. And then, uh, you know, probably get into it a little bit later, but, you know, my, my history kind of led me to the position with, with the Colts, right. And it kind of, you know, I know a lot of people, especially those, you know, fighting to get in our league, don't want to hear that I kind of just fell into this job, but I, yeah. I did. And uh, I'm very blessed for, you know, to to have been around certain people just at the right time in my life. And, you know, obviously, I think that's, you know, that was God putting me in those those positions to, mm-hmm. um, you know, to have to be able to to be able to have that platform down the road, I think. So, you know, I don't know that. um you know, sports necessarily it was always the thought. It was more about mm-hmm. coaching. You know, obviously coaching sports, but it wasn't working in sports that I was that I fell in love with right away. It was more so the coaching aspect, and then I think, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just over time it evolved into mm-hmm. where where I am today. Which again, uh, very blessed and grateful for. But I can't yeah. say that I, you know, mm-hmm. that I saw this all coming really. So yeah, absolutely, Jeff. And I think what's What's cool about that testimony, what you just mentioned, is so many young people have a visual for what their future will look like, but it often doesn't turn out to be exactly what you once thought. So I think that's encouraging for young people who might want to be a coach or might want to be in some certain realm, um, but that you still got in the industry in just a different way and that God had different plans. So that is that is an encouraging aspect of your story, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. 
And Jeff, you began your, you began your career in the NFL in, in kind of an untraditional fashion. As I mentioned in the intro, you, you began your, your time in football as a ball boy. What did your time as a ball boy teach you about the sport industry at large, and how did it prepare you for your future in operations? Yeah, I think that, you know, I did that for 12 years. Uh, so I did that for a long time. And, and yeah. certainly my responsibilities evolved over that time, which, you know, was good. But I think, you know, and I say this a lot, that I think everybody should start an equipment, right? Okay. And I think it's because for a lot of reasons. One, I think it's it's a tough job, right? It's a thankless job. But it's also a job where you get to see everything kind of work, mm -hmm. right? And uh, so I feel like, you know, I didn't even really understand. I mean, I started when I was 16. So obviously for the first probably, I don't know, five, maybe even 10 years, I really didn't have a clue what I was, what I was learning. Right. I was, I was taking a lot in, but you know, when you're 16 to 24, you're, you know, you're still kind of, you know, learning your way, you know, mm -hmm. uh, more so than, than, than learn, you know, understanding everything that you're being exposed to. But I think I learned so much just being around and observing. And I think also during that time, uh, you know, it, I was around a lot of really good players, uh, Christians, people, leaders. I mean, I could go down the list, right? And it, it's no secret why we won, right? We were a good team, not yeah. just because, you know, we had a great quarterback, which we did, right? Mm -hmm. But because we had a really good group of of people mm -hmm. in that building that that challenged each other, that wanted to win every day, and mm -hmm. uh, and so I think I learned more than I even know, uh, and I think some of that stuff still comes out to, in me today, uh, mm -hmm. even being at practice, you know, today for our volunteer minicamp, uh, you know, some some you get some flashbacks of of those times of you know spotting the ball and, and those type of things. So yeah. um, you know, very generic answer, but I think I learned more than I could even mm. even explain to you, you know, in this amount of time that I'm probably still not even, you know, yeah. realizing that that I picked up on during that time. Yeah. It, it's really a cool testimony, Jeff, because many young people, especially if you want to work and, and where you're at in the NFL, think that there's a business degree that goes behind it or you have to get in, in for an internship in that realm, um, but that you started in such a different part of the industry and still made it to where you are, I think really is a testament to what that side of the industry can teach you is it's hard work uh, and it's effort and it's, it's stepping up to the plate with a thankless job, kind of as you mentioned, which is difficult for a lot of people. I think, uh, you know, I've seen equipment guys, especially when I interned with you and just how hard they work. Um, that's mm -hmm. a tough position to be in. So it is untraditional today, but I think that is uh, a really unique and cool part of your testimony is that portion of your career. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely, Jeff. And, and you were elevated from being a ball boy to being in the front office, kind of as we already mentioned, to the operations role. I'd love to hear, as obviously so vastly different, what was that transition like for you? And how did you prepare yourself to take on the new responsibilities that came with that position? Yeah, so you know, when I got offered the job, I was actually coaching baseball at the time. I was coaching in summer league, uh, and got offered the job. It was back in the lockout year, two thousand eleven, and it, it was essentially, "Hey, we need you. It's a Friday. We need you on Monday. So if you want the job, it's kind of like we need you to call back this afternoon." And right. uh, certainly, wasn't you know, wasn't wasn't a, an opportunity to turn down. So so that happened really quickly. First of all, and and the reason I say that is because when I took the job in operations. I will be really honest with you that I had no clue what that was. Uh, I just wanted to work for the Colts, right? I wanted to be full time. I wanted to be in the in the in the building. 
Uh, and I had tried before and failed. You know, I'd, I'd been through some interviews in, in different departments and, and not got it. So, mm-hmm. so I heard that and I thought, okay, I'll do this, right? I can do this. And um, honestly, my first day, I was like, I don't even, I don't even know what I'm supposed to do, right? So, luckily, I had some some really good mentors. I had some people yeah. in the building that didn't want to see me fail. Uh, and then to fast forward just a little bit from there, uh, you know, it was only six months um, that I worked under my boss that I was hired under. Mm-hmm. He was let go uh, with the kind of whole regime in 2012. He was part of that and he was let go. And so now, again, you know, just thrown him kind of into the fire and, and, you know, back in July, didn't really know what I was doing. It was my first season in ops. Well, now my first off season in ops, I was on my own. And so that's when I really started to, mm-hmm. uh, you know, get the hot flashes and get scared and, uh, you know, needed faith more than anything during those times because um, I really didn't know. I didn't know what I was doing. I was negotiating hotel contracts and, you know, booking travel and things that, you know, I hadn't seen. Right. And so it was scary, but mm-hmm. leaned on a lot of people. I was, I was again, good. very uh, blessed to have good people around me that didn't want to see me fail. And so I would go to them and say, I really don't know what to do here. Can you help yeah. me? And, you know, they always pointed me in the right direction or, or would give me some guidance. And then I think there were some, some parts of it that it was nice that I was able to kind of mm-hmm. control it myself a little bit and, and learn on the fly and yeah. certainly made some big mistakes. I won't, tell everybody about the big ones, but um, we definitely made some big mistakes and learned a lot. And that's why I think it's important to, to get people experience because, um, you know, that's how you learn. Yeah, certainly Jeff. And I think really a big misconception for many young people is you have to come in knowing everything and that's just not the reality. And so many different positions in sports are, are different. You can't know it all. Um, and so I think it's encouraging for our listeners to hear you say what you said of, you jumped in, not really entirely sure what the position was going to entail, but you've learned. And obviously now you're you're the vice president role of the Panthers and you've certainly figured it out. So I think, yeah, I think that's part of the story. I think, on that, I think on that note, Noah, you know, you may know your role really well, but mm-hmm. in this business, you know, there's a lot of turnover, right? Whether it's GM, head coach, ownership, mm-hmm. you know, at times. Uh, and so, you know, just learning how they want things done, right? Yeah. You you may think you have the best way, and then and then you talk to them, and they have a little bit a different spin on it, and so you have to be you have to be able to adjust in that as well. So even as your career grows, mm-hmm. um, you know the the people I've seen that like oh I know all this and stay out of my way that doesn't really go over very well. I think you know that just from your time and and. Yeah you know, with Butler and with us and, and at Indy. So, mm-hmm. uh, so you're always gotta be learning. You gotta be, you gotta, you know, you gotta be humble and understand yeah. that, you know, you're not, you're not always running the show, maybe, maybe in certain aspects, but you, you know, you're, you're taking a lot of direction too on how things are going to be done. So. Yeah. I love that point, Jeff. And I think humility is, is essential for somebody working in sports because you're, you're under a lot of really powerful people and, and people that have a, a seat that is higher than yours. And, um, very few people reach that highest seat, and so you're most likely going to be answering to somebody. Um, so to your point, humility is, I think, a key ingredient for anybody in the industry. Absolutely. And Jeff, you spent 12 years uh, so far working in operations, and I think a lot, of, a lot of our listeners, kind of as you alluded to, don't really know exactly what that role entails. So just share with us, what does it look like to work in operations? What are your day-to-day responsibilities look like? Yeah. What, what I love about operations is you get to work with everybody. So th- the first thing is, you you know, you come in on, uh, today was Tuesday, right? April 25th, you come in and you kind of have an expectation of how your day's going to go. And then you end up working with 
maybe five to 10 different departments, right? Mm -hmm. And it could be within an hour period, it could be within a, a whole day, you know, it could be all together. Uh, so I love that part of it. It's, it's unique that you, you know, you're one, you're one department that gets to work probably with more departments throughout the building than anyone. Uh, so I really enjoy that part of it um, and, and getting to know people. And then, you know, so day to day it changes. It really depends on uh, what time period we're in, we're in voluntary mini camp right now. So uh, we're getting to practice on the field and uh, which is cool. We get to see guys run around and, and practice, um, yeah. but it really depends on the time of year. You know, it's it's going to ramp up here in a couple of weeks because we're going to get our schedule, which to most people is like a really exciting time because, okay, when are the Panthers playing here and when are they playing there? When are their yeah. home games? And for us, it's more, okay, you know, do we have all the things set up logistically that mm. that we need to, to to help our team win? And so it goes, goes a little deeper there. And so, uh, it is an exciting time to get the schedule, but it's also a stressful time that that people, you know, they want to call you and say, "Hey, you're playing on Monday night," and you're like, "Hey, I don't really have time to to, to talk about that right now." Right. So there's a lot of different things that go into it, but it's it's really a lot of behind the scenes work. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I like to say that you know our jobs to limit distractions. We certainly can't eliminate them, but to limit them yeah. uh, is important. And then you know. Uh, you know, just being available, right? I think that's a big part of operations yeah. is, you know, people feeling like, you know, you, you know, you're not always going to be right or, or get it right, but, you know, feeling like they can rely on you. I think that's really important in this role. Yeah. Um, you know, if, if they feel like you're the third or fourth phone call, that's probably, you're probably yeah. not doing yeah. the best job. You know, you should, you should want to feel like you're the first phone call when, when they don't know where to go to, that's kind that's of, right, a, yeah. uh, you know, a big part of what we do. And yeah. so, it's a lot of different things, you know, we, we get to, uh, again, we get to kind of touch different departments with some, which sometimes brings different responsibilities, mm-hmm. right? It may not be in the job description, but they may say, Hey, you know, yeah. we trust you. We'll have you do this, you know, and then, uh, and then that evolves into, into something else. So, mm-hmm. uh, it's a really, uh, great job for people that like variety, mm-hmm. you know, that, that like to, to kind of show up and not know what's going to happen today. Mm-hmm. Um, for problem solvers, I think it's yeah. a problem solving kind of business. Um, you know, and, and relationship business, right? I think, uh, you know, I had to do it today. I think sometimes you got to be the bearer of bad news, right? And so how you do that is, is crucial, right? Because you want to make sure people, uh, you know, feel like you're, you're doing it with, you know, good intentions. And, and, you know, it's obviously, you know, what we do is always, you know, for the best interest of the club and the, and the team itself. So a lot of different things that go into it. Um, and really over those 12 years, uh, I've had, so many branches of responsibilities and i think that's what makes it so much fun you know so much fun on a daily basis yeah absolutely jeff and really it it is a very variable job kind of as you mentioned and i think that's what makes it fun obviously for you and i know in my short time it was cool to watch you and the team do such an amazing job at training camp um, setting all of it up and obviously having to deal with the the small fires here and there and you know i think you, you, you said it well a problem solver somebody who likes variety um, I even yeah. think of someone who's an arranger and, and schedule oriented and, and likes building out and being organized. I think that's you know obviously a lot of what you guys do as well. And so um, I think Ooh. it's just interesting, Jeff, for people that listen of, you know, hey, there's all these roles, right? And the word operations is so kind of out there. Like, What is exactly the role that you do? And I think it's encouraging for them to know um, that's what it looks like and that they can do the same if that's what they desire. Absolutely. That's great. And Jeff, I've mentioned it a few times, but I had the pleasure of interning with you back in the summers of 2018 and 2019. And it was clearly evident to me and still is now that you are a man who represents Christ in everything that you do. 
but especially in the workplace. And I'd love for you to share with our listeners, how do you incorporate your faith into your work and how would you encourage others to do the same? Yeah, that's great. Well, first of all, it was my pleasure those two years to get the chance to work with you. And I really did appreciate that time and and watching you grow. It's been awesome. But, um, you know, I think, um, you know, that's something I work on every day. I really believe, you know, I believe that that's something I can improve on every day. But, you know, the way that you present yourself to others, right? I mean, what what do they see in you? I think that's an important question because, um, you know, this, it's a, it's a, it's a stressful business at times. It's a, it's a competitive business, obviously. Um, you know, when we lose, there's not a lot of, there's not a lot of people, you know, uh, high-fiving down the hallways. Right. So, uh, there's a lot that, that, that you got to take on and you got to be ready for. Um, but you still got to show up in a Christ-like way every day. Right. And so, uh, I'd love to say that I do that every single day and every single moment and every single, uh, interaction, um, but you know, I, I think that that is something that I strive for. It's certainly something that I strive for. It's something that I like to be reminded of. I think in a lot of ways, um, you know, you got to rely on people around you to be honest with you, right. Hold you accountable. I think yeah. that's a good thing. Uh, you know, I, I didn't come here, uh, to follow somebody that I didn't believe in, uh, you know, with Frank Reich and I believe in him, uh, yeah. and, and that helps, right? Because I get to watch somebody above me do it the right way, which yeah. then, you know, encourages me to to do it even better. So, um, so yeah, I would like to say that, man, I got that one figured out and, uh, you know, I'm the best of the best there. But I think uh, you would even agree that, you know, you've probably seen me in some moments. It's a stressful business. And so how do you, just like anything in your life, you know, when you, when you, when you hit adversity or, you, mm. you, you know, you hit the rough patch, uh, you know, your, your, your faith is supposed to get stronger in those moments. Right. And, and does it, I think that, you know, you get a lot more tests probably in this, in this business than maybe in others, I would say. And, uh, not to, not to say other jobs aren't hard, but I think there's a lot of tests, you know, not just, uh, wins and losses. I mean, daily, right. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, you forget to, to do something the right way or tell somebody something the right way or, or communicate properly. I mean, there's a lot of tests and, um, you know, I think each day it's important to, um, you know, I like to take time when I first get here in the morning, I like to take some time to just read devotionals and, and write some things down and think about the day itself. And hopefully mm-hmm. as the day goes, those are reminders for me, you know, that, hey, this was this was what you, you thought about this morning. So that's been really important to me, um, you know, and then just staying connected. I think, um, you know, I, I've found that that when I've been, uh, at my worst is when I've been disconnected from God, right? Uh, and whether that's you know church or my small group or 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 staying in in the Word, mm. uh, emotional time in the morning. I mean, you know, you you can make all the excuses that you want, right? And there's enough work to be done to not do those things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think you know you feel more productive. Obviously, you feel you feel better uh, throughout the day, and you feel like those interactions that you struggle with uh you know get better when you're when you're connected so i think that's what i try to do um again i can't say that uh that everyone around me always sees that but that's the goal that's that's what i I strive for and Mm -hmm. um you know even when i make a mistake you know i want people to see that i'm owning that you know and i'm okay with that and i'm okay to say i was wrong and Mm -hmm. uh you know and hopefully bring people along with you right i mean it's kind of like the 
the Rocky movie when he's run down the street, you know, and they all start to kind of come behind him. Uh, you know, I mean, I feel like the the people that I've looked up to, you know, the Coach Dungies, the Jim Caldwells, the Frank Reichs, the guys that have shown me that they don't just say who they are, they 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 show who they are. Mm. That's what you want. At, at the end of the day, that's what you want. And I think, uh, you know, hopefully one day that that's, you know, what people are saying, right? So. Mm. Absolutely, Jeff. That's so well said. And a couple of things I want to highlight that you mentioned is first accountability. You know, I think if because the industry is the way it is, if you don't have accountability, you might get sucked into what other people are saying around you that don't have the same belief system. Right. And so that is so, so important. Uh, And then secondly, being connected to the Lord. Right. There's we always have our faith. Right. It's there. But if you're not tapping into that daily conversation and, and hearing from God and his word, Man, I can speak from experience in my own journey that you lose sight of who he is and what's most important. So Absolutely. Um, those are both so well said, Jeff. And, and for our listeners, right, them being encouraged that as busy as you are as a VP, right, and, and being a dad and a husband, which we'll talk about later, um, yeah. if you can have time for it, I'm sure they can as well. So it's uh, very yeah. well said. Yeah. Yeah. And Jeff, as I mentioned earlier in the in the episode, you, you made the transition from the Colts, which you've spent the majority of your life in Indianapolis and grew up there. Um, to the Carolina Panthers in this VP of operations role. I'd just love to hear, you know, why did you choose to exit Indy and enter in this, into this new chapter of your career? Yeah, you know, I, I, um, I don't know if choose is the right word. I really feel like, uh, you know, this was a chance for me. I was, call, I was called here. I really believe that. Uh, you know, I'll never know why, at least right now. I mean, I think I will eventually, you know, you, 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 you kind of becomes more clear as time goes, but I think, you know, I wasn't looking, wasn't looking to leave. It was never really the thought. I think I was, I was always looking for growth. Right. Mm -hmm. And I always, I'm a big, uh, you know, I want, I want somebody that believes in me. Those are two things that that I value. Um, and, and so, uh, you know, when, when Frank was let go last year, that was a challenge, right? Mentally for me. And, um, you know, him and I had some conversations and the belief that he showed in me, um, you know, and then, and then people have asked me a lot, like, you know, man, it, you know, was it hard to leave? And, uh, you know, I say this with all due respect to Indy, they were great to me. They were great to my family. I still have a huge love for that, obviously that city. I mean, that's where I'm from, but also yeah. that organization. And, um, but it wasn't because, you know, everything that I thought about was leading me here, not pulling me away. Yeah. Right. And, you know, I'll be honest, I've had other opportunities that were presented mm-hmm. uh, and there was always something and or more than one thing mm-hmm. that told me not to do it. Yeah. And this one just did it, it, it never presented itself. And then, you know, I got here um, and thought, OK, you know, there's going to be you know, there's gonna be some people in the building that don't really want me here, you know, and no, it's, it, mm-hmm. it feels like every step of the way, right. Mm-hmm. It's just been, no, Hey, this is, this is what I want you to do. Right. This is what I want you to do. And I think, um, you know, I, I really believe that what God's telling me is Jeff, you're 39 years old and you've been comfortable and you've lived here and yeah, you've worked hard and that's great, but yeah, I got something else for you. You know, I want you to, I want you to do this. And, um, so again, not, not really wasn't looking for it. Wasn't looking to just get out of Indy. That was never the goal. You know, yeah. I mean, a lot of people thought I was crazy leaving. I and mean, when I tell them that I was there for 24 seasons, they're like, what are you, you know, what were you, what are you doing? And, um, yeah. but I feel like this is going to be an opportunity for me to mm-hmm. 
uh, to do something else, right? Yeah. To do something else, whether that's in the professional, my, my job, or maybe that's, you know, in a different way. Um, but so far, I mean, we're, you know, only a couple months in, but so far, uh, it's been everything that I thought God was leading me to. And, um, you know, I think there's more to come, right? Yeah. So well said, Jeff. And I think for our young people listening, you know, making transition is hard. It's hard for young people. It's hard for anybody, right? To change what you're used to and, and go to a new place. But I love what you said that you didn't choose that, right? It was something that God called you to. You felt like it was best for your career and I'm sure family and just life in general. And um, that is that is something I really want to highlight that you said because when you make these decisions, you, know, you can weigh so many options, right? Finances, you know, what's the area like? Is the team good? And you know, those things are, you know, certainly important to, to take note on. But the bigger question is, is this where God wants me to be? And is this where yes. he's called me to be? Um, and I think you, you said a great word. You felt like that's exactly where you should be, and you took that opportunity. It's well said. Yeah. And Jeff, I mentioned this earlier as well, uh, but alongside many of the responsibilities you have in your profession, uh, you're also a full-time dad and husband, which I'm sure is a lot of fun and, and challenging at times. But um, how have you been able to balance the, the job that you do, and, and as you said, the busyness of that, but also the life part of, of all those other things. Yeah, uh, certainly been a struggle. There's no question about it. And I think this was, if if there was one thing that I thought the most about, it was my wife and four kids. How is this going to affect them, right? Uh, going to be in a five-week stretch here when I don't get to see them. Uh, not Certainly not proud of that. That's not, that's not a, good, a good father, but... Um, but again, I feel like there's a reason we're coming down here, right? Yeah. And that's not just me. That's, you know, really the, 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 the sacrifices that are made are made by your wife, your spouse, right? Yeah. And your kids. I believe that it's not me. I mean, I get to do something I love, you know, for, for a great organization, um, be a part of, you know, the National Football League. So they make the, they make the sacrifices. And I think, um, that's been a challenge. There's no question, but, you know, I'm balancing, you know, how can I, how can I show them, you know, what, what hard work is, what that means and what you can get from that. And, you know, then when, then when work is done, I think what I've, what I've been able to do probably more recently than earlier in my career is, okay, when I'm home, like it, I'm home, it's in town, got to be intentional about being home. Now, it's good. How much time I'm at home? That's that's the question. Being you know whether it's in season, out of season, you know summertime, whatever. Uh, you don't really get to kind of choose that part, right? Yeah. But you do get to choose that when you're home, uh, that you can put your phone down, right? Yeah. And that you know, do I really need to know if you know this player just signed with this team? Do I need to know that right now, mm -hmm. right? Or can I spend some time with my boys or my yeah. girls and or the kids in general or my right. wife? Uh, and so I think, you know, the, the word that I try to, to use is being intentional. We teach our kids that and we ask our kids to call us out and they do. And it's really, it's actually, um, you know, it, it, I love it and I hate it. Right. Because, you know, I don't want them to call me out when I'm, yeah. when I'm not doing the right thing, but, but it also is a great reminder and they know, right. Cause they want that time. And so, um, so yeah, I, I don't think that uh in this business you, you'll ever feel like you're perfect at being yeah, a dad right um but i do know that um that i'm teaching them a lot of things that like i said earlier that maybe i don't even know i'm teaching them right yeah. just by just by working hard my wife works hard she's got a great job and she you know she works from home but they see her working and so i think mm. you know we talk a lot about that like are we 
are we not spending enough time with them? Do we need to spend more? Are we, but what are we giving them by showing them how to work hard? So it's definitely a, a, a hard balance. Yeah. But when you get to, you know, we got to go on a little vacation early in April. When you go on vacation, go on vacation, yeah. right? You got to spend some time late doing some things. That's fine. That's part of your job. But, but make sure that when, you know, you're jumping in the pool, you're jumping in the pool with them, yeah. you know, and that's where your mind is and you're feeling that and you're enjoying that moment. Uh, and like I said, I think probably in the last couple of years, I've done a better job of that. And that's certainly my goal moving forward is my time with them is my time with them. And my time here in this building is, you know, is important while I'm in this building. So, um, so yeah, definitely a tough part of this business, especially when you have four, uh, yeah. you know, a lot of people think I'm, think my wife and I are crazy by, yeah. by having four, but, uh, I couldn't live without any of them. So, uh, so it's really, it's, uh, it's really a, a true blessing. And I think they all teach me, you know, different things and they keep me energized and, you know, they, they keep my spirits up, you know, especially when, you know, you have a rough season like last year and you yeah. get to come home and maybe, you know, your nine-year-old sad because you lost because she understands, but my two-year-old doesn't. All right. And so he's just like, let's play, you know? And so, uh, so they get to rejuvenate you and bring you back, you know, bring you back down to where you should be. Right. Uh, yeah. uh but yeah, great blessing, yeah. uh, challenging. There's no question. And I think just yeah. being a parent in general, whether you're working or not, yeah. Uh, is a challenge and brings its brings its own challenges, but nothing, uh, but but such a great blessing mm-hmm. each one. Absolutely, Jeff, and I love what you said, and it reminded me of a quote of "Be where your feet are." Right? It's a mm-hmm. simple quote, but um, if you're home, you're home. If you're at work, you're at work, and do your best in both of those capacities. I think is is something you highlighted that I love, right? Because you can't be in both places at once, right? So you got to zone in on where you're at. And I think on top of that as well, our listeners probably have questioned before, can I have a family in sports? Can I have a, a spouse in sports, right? Is that something that's a reality and a possibility for me? And I think you're proving that it is, right? And, and it's Absolutely. something you can most definitely do. So um, it is a hard thing, as you mentioned, I'm sure, uh, especially now with the move and everything, and, and we're praying for you there. But it is something that is, is really cool to hear that you've done and are able to do. Thank you. And Jeff, I think you answered this question prior already, but I think you know it's still an awesome question. I'd love to hear your, your feedback on of when, when your career is all said and done, when you wrap up your time in the NFL, what kind of legacy do you hope to leave behind for the next generation? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I kind of touched on that a little earlier. I think, um, you know, I'm not going to have the most wins in the National Football League as a head coach, right? So I can't, yeah. can't leave that behind or as yeah. a baseball coach or whatever. Um, you know, I think... I think in the end, it's it's what how people feel like you treated them, right? Yeah. Whether you were their boss or their coworker, or you worked for them, yeah. uh, you know, or they were in the community. I think that's you know that's something that that's really important to my wife and I. Giving back, yeah. uh, you know, understanding how important that is, uh, building building strong relationships, right? I mean, when I left Indy, you know, it was it was really hard, but I will say that. Uh, you know, some of the some of the moments that I was able to have with people that I worked with that I probably would have never had had I not left. Yeah. I'll never forget. I'll never forget. Now they weren't easy, right? They were they were emotional times and it wasn't easy. But um, you know, I, I think I think that's probably, you know, the most important thing is 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 not I want people to think about you, right? Because not everybody knows you and understands you, but right. but how you make them feel, right? And yeah. um, 
again, not sitting here saying that that everybody I've encountered I've made feel, you know, uh like like the greatest person on earth. But but that is the goal. I mean, you want people to feel like you value them, you yeah. care about them, you're gonna challenge them, right? I mean, that's that's a big one, right? Like if I care about you, I'm not gonna tell you what you want to hear. I'm gonna tell you what I think you should hear and I'm gonna challenge you. And and um but yeah, I think just overall, um, you know, will people look at me like you know, I look at Coach Dungey or, or mm-hmm. Coach Caldwell or Coach Wright. Probably not. I don't. I don't believe that I'm on that level. But um, would love to. Uh, would love to continue to strive for that. Mm-hmm. You know, to have people that I've mentored yeah. that. You know, that I can go and watch like yourself go on and be successful, mm-hmm. have great careers, and not attribute that to me. I, that's yeah. not the goal. But but say that I was a part of that journey. You know Absolutely. and. How many people can you do that for? I mean, that that should be the goal, right? Yeah. Can you do it for 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 more people than you can count and remember mm-hmm. that that would be cool, or, or impacting people that you don't even know you're impacting in, in the community because you're because you're you know spending time volunteering or donating or you know just uh, you know being a part of of, mm-hmm. of p- things that are bigger than you. So mm-hmm. uh, that's certainly the goal, and you know, leaving an impact in you know, all my kids so they can yeah. do the same. You know, I mean, that's something that's really important to us and, you know, how we treat people, right? We talk a lot about, you know, how we treat people and how we respond, right? And I think uh, maybe maybe you remember, but, you know, Coach Dungey taught me, you know, don't don't react, respond, right? Mm-hmm. And I think those are two different things. And yeah. and uh, so that, that would be it. I just think leaving a, a legacy of, um, you know, of treating people, you know, yeah. well, fairly, challenging them, uh, mm-hmm. You know, there's always somebody who's available. Uh, those are all big things for me. And, and, uh, and, and a lot of that goes back to kind of what we talked about earlier, just yeah. living life as Christ like as you can. Right. I mean, that's, that's the solution to where I want to go. And, yeah. uh, you know, the more I can stay connected, the closer I can yeah. probably get to that. So well said, Jeff. And I can say four years removed from, from being an intern for you that, You've done tremendous uh, in, in that realm. And that's why we're on this podcast today. That's why we're talking and still have a relationship is, is you uh, that done a great job of making people feel valued and cared for. And um, so it's awesome to hear that too. I think for our young people, right? It's always like, oh, I want to win a championship. I want to get a ring. Uh, yeah. but, you know, it's, it's true that rings get dusty and, and they sit on shelves, but um, the yeah. way you treat people really does matter eternally. Um, so, Absolutely. so well said, Jeff. And that is, that is the real reason why we love this industry is, it's fun to win, right? You can't deny that, but it's it's a lot more valuable to to love on people well than do it the way Christ would. Absolutely. Absolutely. And lastly, Jeff, as our listeners continue to pursue careers in sports, what advice or encouragement would you give them as they continue on that pursuit? Yeah. Uh this I get this question a lot and and I've thought about it a lot over time, but I think the biggest piece of advice I can give is, is you got to love the process, right? And the process isn't the ball being thrown out of the football field or hit on a baseball field or whatever sport you're in. You know, the process is, you know, those days when nobody, you know, I mean, I, I still have, my family still thinks that when the season ends, you know, we're on vacation for four months, like they, you know, they, and they've been around me forever. Right. And they, they know that we're not, but yeah. there's this perception that we just come in and like, you know, we put our feet on our desks and there's nothing to do, but you gotta love the process, right? We we play twenty games a year, hopefully twenty four if we make it all the way to Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
that leaves, you know, 320 or 341 days of process, right? That's yeah. so important. Um, and so, you know, you got to love that. And you don't have to love everything. You don't. Yeah. Uh, you got to be willing to do everything. You don't have to love everything. But if you can love the process, um, you know, the, the, the sports business, some people rise quickly, right? Some people rise quickly and, and you know, you got to avoid the comparisons because, yeah. you know, the majority of us, uh, you know, really do. It takes time. It takes time. You grind away, yeah. you know, you grind away and you do some really good things for a long time. And then you get a new boss and you start over. Right. And yeah. so you got to be you got to be patient. I always say patient and persistent. That's uh, those are two important things. Uh, you know, the patience is, hey, I'm the right person for the job, but there's no job there, mm -hmm. right? Uh, but being persistent, you know, and staying in touch and yeah. uh, continuing to uh, to know what's out there, what what roles you fit, and continuing to show up at different places and keep your face in front of people, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I think is so important. But but really, once you get in the bin, that, that gets you in, right? And then once you get in it, you got to love it. You just got to love the process. You know, I, and I ask people all the time, like, hey, why do you want to work, you know, in the National Football League? Well, I love football. And unless you're going to be a coach or a player, mm. you know, or scout, you're not going to spend the majority of your time on football, right? You're going to spend the majority of your time on other things. And so, yeah. uh, and even in those roles, you know, even in those roles, you're you're not always on the field. You're not yeah. always coaching, right? You're, you're doing research. You've got to love that part of it. Yeah. Uh, you got to love that part of it. And, you know, Sundays when we're playing, you know, and, you know, all is good, you know, it looks like, you know, we don't have a care in the world, right? Yeah. Um, that's perception. Um, but at the end of the day, that game ends and whether we win or lose, there's a process the next day that we've got to go through and, um, and be ready for. And, and, and again, we got to love, we got to love the process. And yeah. so, so many people, and, and you've seen it. I mean, you've been you've been a part of the league, and you've been a part of our internship, and and it's not easy. And and so many people learn a lot about themselves, and the fact that maybe maybe this isn't the route I want to go. And I think that's that's a good thing too. That yeah. you know, it's not for everybody. It really isn't. Um, and but really, I think anything that you do, um, you know, you gotta love you gotta love the process of it, not yeah. just the end result, because mm. you can't always control that, right? You just can't. Yeah. So. Uh, do we want to win every game? Absolutely. That's our goal. And that's what we're striving for. But, yeah. um, but if we don't, can I be proud of what I did, mm. you know, lead to it? You know, can I be proud of the, the work that I put in? Mm -hmm. Can I stand behind that? Um, or am I just here to be on the yeah. field on, on Sundays? Yeah. You know, I think that's, that's the answer or the question that, that people have to answer for themselves is, um, you know, moving tables, you know, during COVID and making sure they're eight feet apart, you know, yeah. that, Nobody, nobody's putting that in their, in their, uh, on their resume and saying, Hey, look what I did. You know, we're all right. trying to forget about that, Right. But, <laughs> um, but those are the things that you have to love because you, because you're doing it to, to, to make it better for everyone. Else, right? right. Cause that's what we do. So, right. um, yeah, that's, uh, love the process. Just love the process. Yeah. Jeff, so well said. And, you know, I think for, for our listeners, right. You might love football, right. But do you love the grind of, of what operations entails or the business side and the front office side of, of football, right? Do you love that grind? And um, I think a lot of what you do in sports in general is servitude, right? You are serving an organization, making it easier, as you mentioned earlier, taking away the distractions. Um, and, and that does take a level of, 
uh, humility and servitude. And so are you willing to do that? I think that's, it's amazing advice, Jeff, love the process. Um, you know, be willing to do the small things and, and, um, just know that it's, it's not always going to be football or basketball or whatever sport it is. It's going to be a lot of other things. And that's what sports really is, uh, working in sports. Right. So, um, you know, Jeff, for our listeners, I know that's going to be an encouragement to them and, um, especially learning from you has done it for so long, right? It's definitely something they can, they can take that away and, and apply that. Very well said. And Jeff, as always, brother, it's, it's a pleasure to be with you. And I, I just want to say I've had a lot of guests on this podcast, and you're probably the one that's impacted me the most. Um, so I'm grateful for you and, and your leadership, your humility, and your love for Christ. It, it definitely shines, and I'm grateful for your time today. Well, just just know the impact is is two ways, man. You, you've uh, you know you you've taught me a lot. I've grown a lot from staying connected to you. Uh, you know your encouragement over the time. I don't think you realized probably where I was at certain times when you were reaching out and, mm-hmm. and encouraging me with the word and with with different things. Uh, and and I can't thank you enough for what you're doing. The impact you're having on your listeners, I think that's. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a big deal, and uh, and that's what we're trying to do, right? We're trying to reach yeah. as many people as we can. We're, we're we're both given a platform that we can do that. Yeah. Uh, and so I'm proud of you. I'm really proud of you and what you've done, uh, what you're going to do. I know there's so many good things coming for you. We talk about that all the time. I know you're yeah. you're waiting on it, but just like I said yeah. earlier, be patient. You know, yeah. you'll you'll get there. It's all coming. All great things are coming. Yeah. Uh, and that, and that's just how it works. And and I know I was, you know. You know, everybody wants things to go fast and and things like that. But but proud of you and what you're doing. And, uh, you know, for the people that are listening to this, uh, if you haven't connected closer with Noah, you need to do that because great man. And uh, and I'm proud that I got the opportunity to be a part of your journey. I appreciate you so much, Jeff. If you want to get involved with Uncommon Sports Group and the mission that we are on to help you navigate the sport industry, as followers of Christ, apply for our academy on our website at uncommonsg.org. That's uncommonsg.org. Be sure to catch new episodes of the Uncommon Podcast every Thursday at midnight Eastern Time, as well as the full video episodes on our YouTube channel. Until next time, we pray that you will strive to be uncommon by glorifying the name of God in whatever you may do. See you next week.